My God, pals. My God. It's been quite the week for the Burt. There has been no Monday show. The Tuesday show is starting 22 minutes late, which is despicable. I apologise, but I am delighted to announce that none of this is my fault, which is very important, I feel, to the story here at hand. I'm going to change the start time of my uh, of last night's show. In fact, let's just leave it. Fuck it. Who cares? Um, yes, our friend Montel Vontavious Porter has had me running wildly. I thought I'd be five minutes late. I was not. I was 20 minutes late. Um, shades of Maxwell Jacob Friedman, dare I say. I hope everyone is well. I'm looking at the chat. I'm about to hit the intro to make this more formal. Um, but this has been quite the this has been quite the morning. I hope everyone is well, or afternoon, I should say. And um <laughs> I bet this is a work, brother. So I will say, I want to start here with the, you know, my friend and yours, Jack Crosby, that piece of shit. It's his birthday. Everyone go say happy birthday to him. Um, If you would like to, actually, you can, like, tweet him, you know, happy 60th or whatever. But uh, I'm going to talk about some stuff. Guys, leave some questions. Let's talk shop. But first, let's start the show properly. Come on now. Evening, folks. Afternoon. Good morning. Hope you're all well. My intention is to do an hour of questions. I don't know if it'll be a full hour now because, you know, you get what you get. I apologize. I'll explain at the end how I intend to make that up to you all. But I hope everyone is good. I hope you all have some questions so we can make up for lost time. As for things that I intend to talk about, um, I don't really have many. Bob texted me about Raw last night, which was quite funny. And uh, he still hasn't figured out that Corey Graves being mean about Alexa Bliss to set up a Carmella feud that we've all been waiting for because he doesn't understand the business, never has, never will. Uh, but other than that, I really don't have a lot to say. I'm in a weird spot right now with my with my fandom, I have to say. I had a great time with Double or Nothing. I mean, a really great time with it, too. I mean, I really did. I enjoyed it thoroughly. But I do have to concede that I find some of the conversation elements surrounding the famed All Elite fleet to be bordering on unbearable, quite frankly. Um, okay, I'm moving this to 5 p.m. So then, okay. All right. Um, I... I'm in a really weird spot with it, to be honest with you guys. And if you know me and you've watched me long enough, you'll know that I go through pretty violent swings of of mood, general, um, you know, optimism. 
it's a little much. I understand for you guys, it's probably exhausting, especially because of how like rapidly it goes from one to the other. But I do have to concede that I, I actually think it's bordering on not being fun to talk about AEW because of how like rooted everyone is in their spot in their position. Um, this is not me going to do be a four hour about the discourse. I have no intention of doing a four hour about the discourse. I'm tired of the discourse, but I will say that I am slightly. Uh, I'm slightly burnt out on that front, to be quite frank. I really like Sunday's show. I really liked almost all of their TV for the last two months. I just don't know if I'm really equipped to explore some of the topics that people seem so desperate to explore. I was amazed that the CM Punk world title win was transformed into some sort of wild, dynamic, philosophical conversation about AEW. I didn't see that coming. I frankly couldn't fathom that was the case. Um, From my perspective, it was a very, very simple decision in which the top guy in the promotion won the World Heavyweight title. But apparently it was actually indicative of some great, you know, departure from from better times. And I have to say that I just struggle with that greatly. My content and my viewpoints are not totally reliant on whether or not it's fun to talk about on Twitter. You guys have heard me dismiss that element of this, this game. And I think it's very, very important that we never become just a show just all about knocking down straw mans that other folks have, you know, I, I don't intend to do that, but I do have to be totally honest with you guys. My, my absolute appetite for talking about this product online, it couldn't be more just, just completely run off. Um, there's like this insane thing going on right now where if you're like a seven out of 10, then you're a hater and you're a bad faith fed bot. And if you're an eight out of 10, then you're not, you know, you're not open to being critical about it and all this and like, and I just, I'm losing my fucking mind. I'll be, I'll be totally honest with you guys. It's, it's, and you guys, I'm not even like online like that. Like I really don't tweet my opinions very often. Um, I just find the whole, the whole thing to be exhausting. MJF shit was driving me fucking nuts. Like, people just have no self-awareness whatsoever, you know? Like, how you log on to your social media and, and say encouragingly, willingly, oh, man, they should just freeze him out for eight months or they should just beat him, just beat him every week. And it's like, why are we fucking, what is that? That's like, that's the other guys say that shit, you know? I've realized that every guy's nuts now. They're just two sides of lunatics sharing each other. I'm so mad all the time, you know. I'm really torn about the Punk win. I wanted to hang back and keep the belt, but I'm certain that Punk's reaction the moment was genuine. I love moments like that. I think he makes a good product. I think, look, I think Hangman's great. He's 30. I don't know what you do with him as the ace if he just does, if he just beats everyone in his first go of it. You know, I think the part of being the ace is that you rebuild and keep getting back and 
each time you're you're a better champion. Um, you know, I, I think that's the key here. I think I think the product needs punt the champ right now. I really do. I I think the belt needs it. I think the belt needs to feel like the most important thing on the show again. I think that's an indictment of Punk. I just think Tony Khan, as, the, as a booker, got more interest in what Punk was doing or what, um, you know, the uh, or what Moxley, whoever was doing. And I hope that won't be the case with Punk as champ. So no slight on Hangman. I just think it was time to move on. Anarchy in the arena was amazing. It's one of the best matches they've ever done. Incredible match. People are just super protective because all of the bad faith tweets that get quoted on timelines. They think the Twitter one percent loud minority is the majority of fans. Yeah, it's um, it's exhausting. And I don't, again, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I know I've done it enough today. I know it's boring. The discourse. It's just like I just I don't know. Maybe I'm just burnt out. I don't know. I I have my moments in this game, and I just I I, I don't know necessarily what the conversation is should shouldn't be. I mean, I I just it it feels totally at odds with where I'm, where I'm thinking. Sometimes it makes you feel like I'm fucking out of my mind, you know. Um, I love talking about the nuance of stuff and details and those of you to watch me longer know that I used to do that a lot more. I wish I could still do it as much, but I do a lot more hosting now. And uh you know, I don't do it as much as I'd like. Like last night on the review show I kinda it's important to me that I don't do a solo review show and then pass it because I've done those shows with people and they ain't fun. So I very much just kinda you know, I'll give some takes and move it around. But I do have to admit that I do think we may have gotten to a point with the wrestling audience where they are so uninterested in every other promotion that they have actually turned AEW into something I don't think any wrestling promotion should be. And what I mean by this isn't a criticism of the product or, you know, any of that stuff. I think some people have turned this into like like home of their wrestling fandom. I think we've all done this. Most of you have probably done it. It's like a safe haven for like things I like in wrestling. It's like an exclusive club, you know, and this is how this is how my AEW needs to be because this is the only wrestling I watch and I've been there. I mean most of you have been there. But it's like, man, I think it's drum people insane. I really do. You know, people sweating bullets over pillars getting pinned and stuff like that. I just, all that means, it's not real. The, the pillars aren't, they're just, it's a, it's a phrase, my God. Oh, I don't know. Okay. But man, also the idea of the full punk turn coming at Grand Slam when he kicks it in the dick. That was, that was my, uh, I, I said that on True Hill Heat. I think that's probably the best way to do it, yeah. But I'd be hesitant. Because you have to then quickly go back and have the babyface win. I just, I think, um, I didn't think you should turn on Sunday. That was my final prediction. And I, I think that was the case. I think it was it was kind of undercooked, and you need to really explore it more first. Which hopefully they'll do in the next few months. I mean, I, I will say I wouldn't completely dismiss Punk just being a babyface champ 
I really wouldn't. I, I think I think there's something to be said for it. Um, I wouldn't do it. I'd have him turn heel, but I don't think it's nuts that he's just like the ace for a you know, or not the ace. He's like he's very much like Brett once was in that he kind of depending on who he's resting will got show different sides of himself. That's very possible. I would turn him heel there though. Yeah. Um, what we got? I hope that they make the title more seem more important now. Seem like the most important thing now. How often was Hangman closing Dynamite up with champion? That matters, I think. I absolutely agree, Adam. I think that's key. I think that's something for them to, to strive for. The world title will always matter, but it should be the thing, should be the most important thing in the whole promotion. And for AEW, their goal should be to make it the most important thing in you know the whole of the industry. Um, I don't think that was happening with Hangman, not because Hangman sucks or he's not up to it. I think he's clearly up to it. But his presentation limited him, as you said, well, you know, his placement on dynamite. Um Punk, you know, he he should really be able to do that because he's been the most important thing on dynamite since he got there. He's always been absolutely central. He's always been in major segments and opening matches and closing matches. Um I'm really excited for that. And and that's the one thing I wanted to say here, actually. Like, this isn't me doing the take of I think the product's bad, which I know a lot of people are doing that, and I don't actually believe that personally. Um, this is me literally just talking about the conversations around it. <laughs> so I'm actually very excited for where they're going. I think Punk's chance can be really interesting. So um, There's definitely more interesting aspects of the Hangman character after losing the belt, and it looks like they're going that way. Certainly, and he made a choice. And I know the finish was a little too dramatic for some people. I personally think the Shawn Michaels conversation is now like broke people's brains and any sense of drama is like absolutely frowned upon. Um, I thought it was totally logical in and in character for Hangman to act the way he did when he got the belt. Like I completely bought that as a thing he would do. Um, he's vulnerable and insecure enough that he would consider using the belt, even though he probably didn't need it to begin with. And that's a, you know, deep down he's a good guy. So he didn't use it. I was all totally in character. I think that's going to be a really interesting thing to explore. You know, maybe you put him in a situation with the Young Bucks again, or maybe Adam Cole is is looming as a character, not matches, please. But you put him in that in a story with the Elite again, and you can kind of explore who he is compared to who, and um, uh, you know, an Omega was or Adam Cole is in terms of not taking shortcuts. The other thing that you've done from a storytelling perspective is, you know you have now a situation where Hangman has shown you what kind of champion he was. He may have lost, but he showed you who he was at the end of the day when, when the chips were down and, you know, he, he was in a pinch. He, he did what he believed to be the right thing, which easily sets up your eventual punk term because he can be a complete and utter contrast to that, you know? Um, in the same position, what does CM Punk do? Well, I hope we explore that. I hope we find out. I think that's, I think that's you know the natural way to go here. I think you should do it slowly though. I don't think there's any rush now that he's the belt and you know it's Chicago coming up. So, yeah, very interesting. I think there's a lot of fun dynamics to play with this story. Okay, let me scroll here. I by the way, yeah, King, that was great. I love that match. I appreciate this making. I I just wish I I can't do it the way I used to because I'm just trying to, you know, direct things. But I do seriously appreciate that. Um, 
I need sarcastic punk to hangman how proud he is not using the belt. That's good shit. I said it recently, but first Lethal and then the Swole stuff definitely yanked me back from Fleet Mecca, and I'm forever grateful I did so. As much as it sucks, those things had to happen. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think that was a big thing for us. And Oracle, like the start of the year, kind of like, um, kind of felt it was important we shift the, the platform. Uh, we, we're always going to be AEW centric because I think it's clearly the most interesting promotion. Um, WWE is doing some decent stuff. I think Raw is pretty good from what I see, but it isn't as like, frankly, engaging a conversation. And the other stuff is where it is. Um, with our team, that's going to be our centerpiece. It always is. Nothing wrong with that. But I don't think we tried to shift to just covering like more kind of broadly. And that's because our fandom did the same. My fandom did the same anyway. Um, I agree with that totally. I'm, I'm in a similar boat. And I'm thankful because I don't want to be tweeting about, you know, how upset I am with MJF and shit. Um, Punk said during the scrum, he's enjoying being a face. Yeah, I, I believe it. I, I think I think um, he's a great baby face. You know, I, I talked about this last week. I, I think people get really obsessed with like, this guy's better as a heel, that gal's better as a heel. And it's like, most great wrestlers are actually better as heels. The question is, what does the promotion need them to be? What does the TV show need them to be? I think Punk as a heel would be great. Do I think it's like a desperate thing? Not really. I honestly don't. The crowds love him. And I think, you know, there's no rush. Punk turning here was a good bear. Lots of baby faces who can beat him. Page, Wardlow, Lee, Mox, Kingston, etc. Yeah, I, I agree with that totally. The, the baby face side's really strong. It's built perfectly for a turn. I mean, even Danielson, right? Danielson feels like a baby face at this point. I, mean, I think he certainly leaned heel for a while, but the way he's acted as of late, I think he's a baby face again. So um, there's so many big matches for Punk. You know, Punk versus Brian. Mox, Kenny, Joe, and you get you get back to Hangman, you get back to King. Like there's so many big matches for him, so it's interesting. Um, the thing is, like I think if you do um, the after Ash turn, I think you have to have King win the belt in the next in the rematch, probably at full gear a year from there. But I don't think you can because if you do that, like you you're going so far with Heat. I think you have to release that pressure from the pipe, so to speak. I think at that point, it's, fuck, you know, like, there's so much going on there. He's New York, Eddie's lost so many big matches. I think you kind of got to pay it off if you're going to do that turn. I'd say that most titles are bad, were badly presented. The only exception, I think, of is Jade. Yeah, I think wrestling bookers, I think Shoot has something on that. I think a lot of these bookers struggle with it, man. I think um, there's definitely this sense in wrestling now, especially of when the champion gets the belt, the booker almost going, oh, thank goodness. You know, we you know, it, we, we did, job done, who's next? And taking for granted that you need to continue to keep that wrestler pushing. I think it's a really hard thing to do, to, to be totally honest. Um, especially with a roster like AEW that's so stacked, I think it's very, very difficult to truly commit to a guy. You know, like the real, if you were just talking in a vacuum, what's the best way to book Hangman? It's like, well, fuck. You know, once he completed his journey, let him just be Stone Cold circa 98. You couldn't possibly book that way with this roster, I don't think. I don't think it would... I think the imbalance would be strange, you know? So you're instead, you know, you're doing the weekly events thing that Shoot talks about. And then you have to decide, like, what... You know, what... um, 
the hangman stuff is going to lead the show. So it's like, okay, when he's the champ, the way they book, for whatever reason, right or wrong, basically takes them off the board to wrestle. They've hardly ever wrestled the champs, which is a thing that I think is wrong and dumb, but that's what they do because the rankings and everyone needs to be a legitimate contender. And uh, so if he's not going to wrestle a lot and you're not going to do a bunch of multi-man tags, which I think would be another answer, then you're left with like, how big is the feud? Can they close the show with promos? They very seldom close any show with promos, you know? So it's, it's challenging, I think, booking a, a champion nowadays with that roster. But to your point, I think, you know, the TNC title has obviously been absolutely obliterated. The tag team titles are doing okay. I don't think they're in a terrible spot, but I don't, I'm not particularly enthralled about the champions. Um, I think Rose has got a shot to kind of climb out of this thing now with that Serena match, which is really good. So hopefully Rosa continues to cut promo. I actually think she's a good promo. I always have. I, I think she's actually quite an impressive promo. So hopefully she can rebuild from there. Spurs announced Perisic pop. Eventually, when they heat Hangman back up to get the title, they need to make him central and give him more promo time. They can't overdo it, though, like they did with Cena. See, that's the thing, right? Is that's, the, that's that balance. Like, I think Hangman is a great promo. I do not know if he is enhanced or hurt by a kind of onslaught of in-ring promos. You know, I think with his personality and how kind of charming and likable and measured he is, it's best that you leave him to do them every once in a while, and when he does them, he gets real fired up. If he gets fired up every week, you find yourself going in circles and you take away the effect of, of the of his kind of promo knockout punch, right? If you do it every week, it loses its appeal slightly. So it'll be look, it's gonna be a challenge like to get this right for any champion with this roster. They have a hundred wrestlers. They have more than a hundred, they have hundred and twenty. But um but I do agree with you that however it looks, he needs to be more central when he gets it back. I agree. Thoughts on world thoughts on wrestling entertainment series being postponed. There's a stretch for in 10k. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm sad they didn't even get one show. I mean, they've actually, as you said, it's postponed, right? It's July now, but that ain't happening. They ain't doing that show. It's uh, this is shame. I actually intended to go and like just thought it'd be funny, but we can't have good things in this world. Thoughts on Cole and Jeff getting pulled from Dynamite? I think Cole's fine. I think they just, you know, Jeff, and they didn't want to kind of mess up the the visual. Um. I don't know. I hope Jeff's good. I I think there's actually, to be totally frank, I think there's probably a conversation to be had about the reporting or lack thereof regarding Jeff, to be totally real. Um, I think it's... Some of the stuff he's done since he got there. I mean, he did the massive table swans on. Well, he's done like three of them. He did one off like the balcony thing. He did one off the massive ladder. He's done two swantons on the steel steps. I don't know. I ain't here police, guys. You guys know that. Ain't my job. I ain't, it's nothing to do with me. I don't know how guys feel. But maybe, just maybe, it's time for some people to start stepping in and saying, actually, do we need to do that? You know, do we need to do that? And then if the answer is they need to do it because otherwise it's not – you can't have Jeff on TV. He shouldn't be on TV to begin with to me. So I hope Jeff's good. I've been concerned about him for some time. 
I've actively enjoyed his matches more than the, the norm because I thought he was so beaten up to begin with. It was admirable how much they got out of him, Derby and the Bucks. So I just hope he's good, man. You know, he's had a great career. There's no reason to fucking destroy yourself for a nostalgia run, quite frankly. I mean, it's, it's just... So I hope he's good. That's, that's what I can say. Current wrestling environment makes it very tough for new top guys to establish themselves. Because the Fed refused to do it for years, people on condition to say this is now a top guy. I think that is a great point. The current wrestling environment makes it very tough for new top guys to establish themselves. I think that is absolutely the case. But I do think also there is just a universal truth about it does take repetition. And it takes a certain level of body of work to really, truly convince people. And even if you're a new fan, right? If you're a new fan to AEW, say you you didn't watch wrestling for years, you came back to AEW, it's like, while you may love Hangman, like most of us do, there is a certain stature to guys who can actually say, you know, not even being being uh, hyperbolic, they've been a top guy for, for 10 years, you know? They can say that 15 years ago they were working whatever major arena, whatever stadium. There is a certain degree of kind of just, it's etched in, you know? It's like you can't, a guy like Danielson, even if you've never seen him before, it's like, look at that dude's resume. Look at what he's, look at what he's done in his career. Hangman's in chapter one of that part of his career. He just is. I mean, he's so over. But I said this many, many months ago, probably a year ago now. I said, my worry about Hangman is he is a red-hot baby face, but he's on a roster of star power. And the question I kept asking, and I believe this to be the truth, and we can, you know, we can debate, and I haven't got a problem with that. If you disagree, disagree, and I'm wrong with that. But you do not want your main event to be, oh, and that match is on there too. I'm sorry, you just don't. You, you do not want that to be the case. Um, and I, my question always was, what hangman matches can we do on pay per view that will be genuinely bigger than? what Punk's doing, what Danielson's doing, so on and so forth. And I think they struggled with that. Now, they only did one pay-per-view cycle with him defending the belt. So I'm not here to say, but I think with the Cole match, it was pretty prevalent, and Cole is a big star. I don't think he's much good, but he's a big star. I asked on last week's shows, I said, who's next for Hangman if he wins? And there's matches in the chat like, and I'm not knocking this, but this is the truth. In my view, anyway, not the truth, fuck, it's subjective, but Malachi, Miro, Pac, so on and so forth. Even Jericho. They are great matches. Some of them could be match of the year candidates. They are not truly blockbuster AEW matchups. And by comparison, Punk Kenny, Punk Brian, Punk Moxley. You know, Moxley Hangman was the biggest one they could do. I should, I should stress that, but. Is what is his repetition, but I do think the current wrestling environment and the Fed's point is actually a really good point, also. So there you go. Hangman is the only AEW world champion so far to not have cheated in one of his title matches. I like that as a talking point. I like the idea that you know that belt kind of corrupts people in a weird way. Um, I like that. Um, Joe, how would you book the women's championship moving forward? I say this with all respect to Brit, shouldn't be close. To championship anytime soon. Brit's a problem. I said it yesterday. I, I stick to it. And, you know, I know people are being way mean on Twitter, but that's not my 
you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be personal about Brit. Like, I'm just being critical. Um, you know, she's – if she's going to be this important to the division, this division's only going to get so good. It is what it is, man. Like, if she's going to be top three the whole time, forever, I don't think this division can go particularly far. Um, I don't even – People love her, so I'm not trying to like pretend she's not valuable. She is. She's very popular. I'm. I'm not even like a fan of the character side of things anymore. I always thought it was overstated. I remember us at one point in distraction talking about like someone said she was the best promo in wrestling, and I was like, I guess. I mean, really, I never got that. But I thought she was a good character. I think that part of it's completely declined. I think she's just so one note, you know. Um, yeah, I don't want Britney, but I would say honestly. If I got the book today, I'd have to turn Ruby heel to salvage her. And I love Ruby. But as a baby face, you can only get the shit kicked out of you so many times before you just pack it in. Enough is enough and it's time for a change. So I'd probably go with Ruby after Rosa. Um, and dare I say, I'd have, I'd have Ruby win if she connects, connects as a heel. Um, if not, I'm getting ready to move Jade to the world and put a workhorse in as the TBS. So those are some key points. Serena Deeb, I need to try and figure out something for in a presentation regard. Um, I think she would really benefit from having a manager. I actually think she would really benefit from being in a faction, honestly. I think that'd be a really fun thing to explore. Like, who would be a good, you know, that'd be interesting. She is a great professional wrestler, seriously. And I think she deserves a presentation that unlocks her in a way that I don't think they've found yet. So that's just me. We have a super grin from JJ. This is earlier, so I apologize. But he says, oh, hell, can't watch live today. Three questions. Who's Punk's first title defense? What's next for Hangman? Will we see New Japan talent on AEW for the build for Vindor? Much love to all the Grinners. Thank you, JJ. Much appreciated as always. Um, who is Punk's first title defense? Okay, so that's probably going to be... Man, I kind of think they're going to do Punk Okada for the AEW title. And I kind of think Okada's dropping the other one to, you know, the other GP title to Jay White. I kind of think that's what's happening. So I guess that, within AEW, I'm going to say Malachi. I think Malachi is very much in play. I think that's a really cool matchup. So I'll go Malachi. You can love something and be critical of it. Damn right, brother. Damn right. You know, not, not everything is, is is bad faith, right? Um, let me scroll here. Are you reviewing this weekend's WWE shows? Yes. I don't know about how we're going to do NXT. We'll definitely... I'm watching them both, so yeah, we'll review them in some way. I think a lot of people are struggling with this transition from AEW in 2019 being the new thing to the established thing that we see in 2022, even though the product now is better than it was then. You know. It is what it is, man. You know, I mean, I, I get it, but like, I just... As you said, I can't... I think creatively there are some issues that he's got that he's honestly always had. They're just exacerbated by the roster getting even bigger. Like, I, I think... You know, we've talked about pay-per-view builds for years now. Like, I think it's a thing. He's not a perfect booker. No one is. So I think there's certain flaws that have always been there. People are only just noticing. But, yeah, like, I get it. If you love 2019 and you love the other days, I can't say you're wrong for that, right? Nothing to do with me. Enjoy what you like. But I can't... I can't personally get to a point where I'm like, oh, my God, Punk is champ. Fuck AEW in the mud. Oh, yeah, quickly to answer this. What's this for Hangman? I think they, they might explore some stuff with the Elite. Um, will we see New Japan, New Japan talent on AEW? Yes, I think we will, JJ. My apologies for that. And to that point, Dion said, TK made a point and the builds for Bindor is full, full steam ahead. What do you think? 
LNG, Grinner Circle member, TK has up your sleeve. I think you're going to get that that um, triple threat tag for the ROH titles at some point. I mean, it'll be on Forbidden Off, it'll be on TV. Um, the one thing I will say is I think Cobb and the Great O'Connor wrestling for the titles on Dominion, so you could actually do them in FTR versus, versus um, you know, what do you call it? Versus them at Forbidden Door. So. I'd expect some build. I just you don't want to like water it down though, right? Like the whole like honestly, you could just throw graphics up and people will go crazy when the match happens. So I would be careful of not going too far. Punk also might be working a bit with the full with the face comments, might be doing what we wanted Cody to do and was refusing to. God, do you remember that Cody stuff? Good lord, man, that Cody stuff. That was a that was a time. We have the visual of Eddie from Sunday frame for the Hobbit studio. Um, I don't think so, but what I might get is um, I might switch one of these for the poster that shoot bought. That is really cool. The Anarchy in the Arena poster. That's really, very really neat. And uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to get something from that one. That was, a, that was a special match. In my opinion, AEW Dynamite going from five matches to six hurt the champs the most. It's 10 minutes of promo time lost for champs and challenges. That's interesting. I hadn't thought of that. I'd be interested on the stats behind five and six, you know, because it definitely was a, was a change at some point. Um, it's difficult for me because I don't like... I don't particularly like in-ring promos happening often. But at the same time, they are so terrified of pre-tapes that they won't do a vignette that goes more than 30 seconds. And I think there's got to be a middle ground. <laughs> It has to be right. Like it's got to be, like, some of my favorite wrist and stuff ever doesn't fit into that system. I, I just don't. I don't love that. But yeah, I'm with you on the on the uh, point. I'm less convinced the punk turn is coming now. He seems genuinely happy in his role. Maybe they need to build a top heel to dethrone him. Man, I think um, I think you're right to be less convinced, but. The last point is kind of why I think everyone's convinced, honestly, brother. Maybe they need to build a top hill to dethrone him. Like, I think that's, you know, I think that's really the key here. Like, who is that? Is it Miro? Other than Miro, bro, I don't, I don't know what you do, honestly. Um, I don't know. Hmm. That's the part that makes me think he's turning heel, to be honest, but we'll see. Um... WWE tried to present Drew McIntyre and even Bobby Lashley as top guys. Do you think they are? Uh, Drew's like bolder to me. I think Drew's a great kind of... To me, he's like a B-side guy. He's like an upper mid-card utility guy. I think he works really hard. I think he's a decent promo. I don't think he's ever the guy. He may be a fringe main eventer just on pure work ethic and look. He never connects the way you necessarily want, unfortunately. Something, there's something inherently kind of there's something phony about that guy I can't and, it, and to be clear I'm not saying the human being I'm talking about the wrestling guy. he never can quite get his personality across without feeling acting and showy and yeah I, I don't know Lashley is a top guy in my view on sheer like credibility he's not a good promo he can be fine in the right setting they never have found it because they haven't cut ring and ring promos for some reason which you know you, you get um MVP with Bobby Lashley, them together is a main event act in any promotion ever, genuinely. He's so striking physically. Like when I went to the house show at Brighton, 
Liam Brighton. Um, and he's Big E and Bobby. Like, I love Big E. He's one of my favorite guys. And I've wanted him to be a top guy for years. But, like, it was, you know, Bob felt like the real top guy in that match. And, like, part of that may be booking, but I didn't even watch the shows at that point. I was just watching. The way Bob, his intensity and the way he carries himself is very, is very unique. So, I think, yeah, they're both top guys in WWE. I think Drew's really that dude, but he works really hard. I mean, something happened to cause TK to change plans in the past four to six weeks. It seemed like they were steaming towards Bucks versus Red Dragon and Cole. Maybe this is TK style. I think the Kenny thing has slowed him on the Bucks front. But I will say there are some stuff they just dropped. Like when Archer beat up Dustin and they just left it. Or like when FTR came out and had a shoving match with Red Dragon. And they never referenced it again. They do a lot of that stuff. I think he kind of... Always has, but it happens a lot as of late. Till Punk turns, who are the top hill challenges of him you'd like to see? Also, Reckon Andrade and Roosh are going to go for the tag belts. I think there'll be a team. I think you've got to be very careful what you give Roosh coming out of the gate. You've probably got to take it slow with him for obvious reasons. Um, as for Punk, I don't really, other than Spooky Malachi, I wouldn't really do heels. I would just do like top guys, you know. He works if he works Danielson, it's like there's no baby in here. He's just fucking pro wrestling, brother. You know, pick your guy. Hangman Kenny, two absolutely main events, no pay per view. Agree. Hangman Mox main events. Yeah, Mox is the best one. Um, because Hangman, what well, sorry, because while Kenny is a good, like, it's true, I don't think you'd necessarily do that unless it like really heated up. Moxley was the obvious one that could have been a good all out main event. I just think generally. It feels like kind of like a co-main rather than a main. That's all. Um, maybe Danielson was the revolution plan before Mox went away. That makes sense, yeah. Um, will they address Hangman sort of big time in the Dark Order? I hope so. I, look, I understand people are burnt out in Dark Order. And honestly, I don't really necessarily disagree with them. But I do think they were too important to Hangman's story to just pretend it never happened. I do like genuinely think that's the case. Um, one second, folks. My apologies. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's a a story worth exploring. Yeah. Um, you could have a redemption arc for Ruby, but I think she needs to get better in ring. Ruby is who she is, man. Like she's look, she's not the most dynamic wrestler. She can really sell. If she's in there with someone who can make up for her shortcomings in terms of, of like explosiveness and like dynamism, then she's fine. She can sell and people like her and care about her. But as when you put her with someone whose stuff is like equally kind of blunt and flat, I think you get what you get. I, the guys like that, that Brit match more than I did. I didn't think it was particularly good, unfortunately, but yeah, no, I don't think you're wrong. I think the key with Ruby is like, what do the other stuff make up the difference? To me, it does. I think Ruby's one of their stronger promos. I think she's a strong personality and she's likable. So I would do more with her than they have. Um, but I don't disagree about the in-ring part. I, mean, I think people probably overestimate her in that regard to begin with, to be honest. But that's just me. I think if Brit became available, WWE wouldn't be interested. Oh, man, I don't know. You know, they're... they're uh, I think that's too big of a, a hit at the, the promotion not to go for her, honestly. Based on the rankings, Tony Storm next up for Rosa. That's going to be tough, though, because... Tony's got to do – got to explore Tony, Britt, and Jamie more first because you don't want to obviously beat Tony again, right? 
So I think that'll be a while away. Stokely is going to be Jade's new manager. Maybe we move Smart Mark over to Deep. I don't mind it, but you'd have to be like very, very careful with what that looks like because he is goofy. And I'm, I'm all for someone adding some color, but they need to be like kind of straight laced, I think. Otherwise, it will really undercut Serena's act. I mean, I, I think you've you got to try and that, that. I think that's difficult. Um, Punk Okada and Hangman switch play to the two big title matches for Bindor, in my opinion. Hangman can take that L when it furthers his story. Switchblade and Carl, I think, would be a better call. Not that I particularly want to see that. I just. No, actually, no. I don't think you're going to get an IWGP title match. I'm, I haven't been about this a lot. Yeah, you can't do Cole and Switchblade. I, I take that back. That'd be bad. Because Cole would have to be like the baby face. Yeah, don't do that. I wouldn't be Hangman again, though, Reese. That's why I'm being hesitant here. I think they'll do a tag with Jay White, personally. House of Black could be a good feud with Punk and FTR. Sure could. My God, the matches would be fucking awesome. Dex Highwood versus Bud Matt on TV. When they could do Punk, Tanner, Hashi, and Punk and Tanner could take the loss. They'll be selling their knees the entire match. It'd be a wonderful match, but it feels like Mox and Tanner Hashi is locked, to be honest. Just feels that way. After they did a four-way at the last one, it feels like that's what it Joe, did you watch Takeshita versus Nick Nemeth? I didn't. I didn't see the Ryan Nemeth match either, but this Nick Nemeth match sounds tremendous. That would be a great match. Uh, is Okada in the US right now? I wonder if he might get the coin for wins. I don't believe so. I could be totally wrong. Um, does the coffin does the sorry does the coin drop on Wednesday, or do they wait until after Dominion to start to build Okada Punk? Um, after Dominion, I guess. Joseph, are you ready for Lacey Evans to beat the four the four and O Lexi for America? Um, no. I I do like Bob texting me updates though. Good stuff. It's interesting, you know. Alexa Bliss is just winning matches. It's like genuinely unnerving to watch someone come back and win wrestling matches. They haven't done that. I genuinely don't remember the last one that came out just won wrestling matches and did like no promos. It's, it's very strange. I mean, it kind of rules, but you get what you get. Um, Punk can stay a face just by saying that he will take on all comers. He can just take on anyone. Yeah, exactly. You can easily do babyface matches with Punk. Some of his best work, honestly. Yeah, Cole probably is the top heel. I just don't. You know, he's not for me. It's whatever. Shibata shows up on Wednesday, calls out QT. Pop. Did they give him Punk a long reign? Ricky could be the top heel to dethrone him. Also, did they never work together with Punk feud with FTW? Yeah, they didn't never do that. They uh, It seemed like they were going to go that way, but they just didn't. Yeah, Ricky starts this and talk about Ricky. I think that'd be interesting. Um, I think there's a bridge for Ricky to cross from where they're at now to where he's beaten CM Punk. That's not impossible, but there's a feud in the middle. So that could either be against, like, you know, Brian, Moxley, Eddie, who, whatever babyface you need to get him across the line, then then um, that's what you need to do to get him ready for that. But in terms of talent, Ricky Starks is more than up to it. And if it's a long reign, as you said, Rice Man, you have the time. So, Yeah. Think we ever see Shibata versus Danielson? Probably not, to be honest. The Shibata thing sounded very, very messy. Um, so I wouldn't expect it, honestly. 
There was a lot to talk about that he's like, was he cleared or wasn't he and all that stuff. It was strange. Um, you keep saying that you need to watch what you do with Roosh for obvious reasons. I'm a dumb fuck, so can I ask what the issue is? He's very political. Like, hilariously political for a wrestler in 2022. <laughs> and on this roster, that's going to be weird because he's not going to be a top guy in AEW. Other issue for AEW is that too many of the guys are almost too over to be heels. It's been a struggle for Colin Britt. Mira will be over huge when he comes back. Yeah, I agree. I just think... I think you can do it, man. I don't know. I like, I agree, but I think the names in the middle of this is, speaks more to their frailties than anything else, to be honest with you, mate. I, I think... Like, Danielson got them to boo him easily, you know? Fucking, like, I, I just... I don't think they're any good at it, Colin Britt. I really don't. I mean, I, maybe I'm just being a hater or whatever the kids say nowadays, but the dude's just... Oh, we don't need to do the coal thing again. Everyone's bored of it. The people that like him like him. A lot of people don't like him now. I'm getting very, very frustrated, though, I will say, with when I am... It is alleged that I am, like, jumping on a hate bandwagon. Like, I'm new to the game. Oh, man, I've been here for a while. Um, Sheeta needs to be the top heel of the division, in my opinion. I've wanted her to turn for a while. Um, I think the key with Sheeta is just getting her active and, and in the game, man. Like, she's so good, but it's been a very stop-start, what has it been, a year now? So, hopefully we get her in rhythm. Hopefully. Uh, Taz would be good for Deeb, I agree. I would like Team Taz to have more, like, like grapplers than it does. It's the only thing about Team Taz that always pops me. Is like, I love the act, but it's funny to me that both guys are nothing like Taz at all. I mean, Hook obviously does his moves, but like Hook's not even like really. I think he's in the. You know what I mean, right? It's, it's not quite. He's kind of on the edge of it. Um, I don't think Punk versus Okada is going to happen. With being New Japan's 50th anniversary, I think Okada's keeping the belt all year. Maybe I just the way they've done the Bullet Club thing. It felt to me like they were kind of, you know, that was where they were going with it. But even though it'll probably be Punk and Osprey, right? I guess. That's my assumption. Deep in Blackpool Combat Club or Team Taz. There you go. Just got back from Vegas. Missed all green content this weekend. Firstly, I hope you enjoyed it, pal. Hell of a show. Uh, has Joe declared the territory dead after the own results? I, um, I thought it was really dumb that Britt won. Like, really aggressively dumb. I knew Cole would win. No problem with that. I do have a problem with having a random, unnecessary Bobby Fish run in. I don't know what that was for or who that was for. Um, I wish the matches were better. I wish it was presented as a bigger deal, but I've been saying that for a while and, you know, it is what it is. Like, I, I think the tournament could have been a way bigger thing. Instead, it felt like this sort of strange mid-card piece of the show, but that's just me. Deep in a stable with Punk, Hater with Blackpool Combat Club. My God. That's too much power. Oh, see, that's too much power. Hater with Blackpool Combat Club is, is too much. Shouldn't be allowed on television. It's too much greatness. Wouldn't mind them doing Kyle O'Reilly against Punk as a one-off, given the result on Sunday. That's a nice one. Kyle's really clear. I mean, he, I thought he looked very fatigued and lethargic against Jungle Boy. I thought for the first half of the match with 
Ray Phoenix, he looked similarly. And then he kind of got going, and that, the end, the last stretch of that match was spectacular. Um, then, you know, the, the Joe match, he looked great, and he looked better than ever on Sunday. He's, to be totally transparent, he honestly makes me want to pull my hair out and how frustrated I get at him. If I was his booker, I would lose my fucking mind. He will do 99% of a match in a fashion that suggests he is genuinely the best professional wrestler in the world. And he will do two things in that match that will drive me nuts. <laughs> and I would like to credit him because he did none of them on uh, Sunday. He did a couple of them last Wednesday. He is slowly whittling away at the many quirks of his that drive me nuts. Um, he is very, very good. And he is in great form, but he is probably the best example I can think of a guy that I just wish someone could tell him a couple of these things he does aren't needed to be done. I love the rebound lariat. Brother, when you're this deep in a match and it's a physical heated match, you do not need to do the rebound lariat off under the bottom rope. You know? It's just he's selling sometimes. Like he'll do he'll be he'll do this incredible like slow burn sell on like a joint. You know, like he'll his arm will be working, he'll be doing this great sell, and then a guy will hit him in the head and he'll do like these goofy legs like he's fucking Terry Funk in 1994. Just wild to me. I, he fascinates me. He's a real enigma, that fella. Great wrestler. Yeah, he is. He's in a great run of matches. Who are your picks for Money in the Bank? Yeah, Cody's winning the men's one. Um, I don't think he'll choose Roman, though, unfortunately. I think he'll cash in on Roman and just say that he wants the the real title, you know, that's how he'll frame it. Um, that's just the only way I see him having beat Roman. I hope I'm wrong, but that's the way I see it. The women, Liv or Rhea, better Charlotte. Yeah, oh, God. Um, Liv or Rhea feel like good. I think Liv should win it, honestly. Liv's, you know, she's, you feel like she's been, like, supposed to win that for a while, and she's got a lot better, and she's over. So, yeah, Liv's a good call. It should be a pretty stacked lineup, I would imagine. I mean, I assume the title match on that show will be like, they'll probably do Bianca and Becky again, which I wish they wouldn't, but they probably will. And then the ladder match, that leaves you raw side will be Asuka, Alexa, Liv, Rhea. They'll probably get Lacey in there, so I guess you have to take one of those good wrestlers out for her. And then on the other side, SmackDown's got, oh, never mind. Um... Okada's going to drop it and win the G1, to be honest. That feels like the actual perfect thing, right? Like, he loses at Forbidden Door 2 and then can just rebuild in the G1. I think Britt win was due to her being the star of the women's division to make that incredible. I, I get it. I just... Oh, man, I don't know. It's not even, like, an objective or fair criticism because the crowd doesn't... Like, they seem to like her as much as ever. I just i am so bored of her shit, man. So bored of it, like... Her shtick is so fucking exhausted. That's all. Bob Fish running. Clearly means he's winning back the RH TV title, restoring to his glory days pop. That match should be quite good. Hopefully that's on like Rampage or something. And they get hopefully they get the Mark Henry segment, you know? That'll be good. Um I would have had Tony win. Yeah. I'd have had Ruby win personally or Statlander, but Punk might get an easy win. Archer was like a few in for Hangman. Hangman wrestled um, Danielson first. 
But anyway, point stands. Yeah, he might. Okay, guys, I'm going to wind down because I'm later and behind schedule here. I'm, I apologize. Unless something's announced for Dynamite tomorrow, before tomorrow, this show will be on here again behind the paywall. So if you're watching this now, latenightgreen.com for tomorrow too. Unless Saints Nats, just tell them, look at my Twitter and look at it, Late Night Green to keep updated. Because, um, you know, you guys, there was a lot of free content last week. So, unless Saints Crazy Nats Dynamite, we'll just do a preview tomorrow on here, Jack and I probably. And, uh, you know, Jack can give his pay per view thoughts and that stuff. And, you know, we'll do that behind the paywall. So, I appreciate you guys. I'm sorry I was late. I was very, very late. It was ridiculous. And uh, I apologize for my 10 minute rant about the discourse, which I said I wouldn't do a discourse rant multiple times and then just did a discourse rant um these things happen we go through lols you know the, there's a lot of um content creators who are much more successful than i and do like you know a video a week whatever if i did a video a week i'd be much more glowing and optimistic well not glowing physically you know what i mean you know sort of emotionally we're doing these daily sometimes i have lols i apologize if today was one but i hope you enjoyed what we did anyway um Ultimately, I said in the first two minutes, this show is absolutely fucking irrelevant because it's about things completely out of control and it's about an app. So, you know, throw that out, ignore it. Just let me vent sometimes. All right, guys. Um, I appreciate you all. Thank you for a great month. There's been a lot happening this month. We moved to Twitch. You guys quickly converted and went over there and had fun. So we love you guys. Um, we'll be back tonight for two shows, two shows tonight. The Dark Grin Along. On, um, on this free platform. And then on Twitch, we're going to do the historical oracle. As soon as Dark ends, we're going to go and do that. So much to look forward to. I hope you join us for those tonight. And um, have a good day, guys. I'll see, you. I'll see you later this evening. But in the meantime, enjoy this outro. All out.